0: Here's a question for my two friends, Hunter mm-hmm. and EJ. Uh, hi. Hello. Um, hi. In roughly 93 through late 90s or whatever, what was your non-gaming experience with computers? What did y'all do? Like, does anyone else have memories of just like, it's a computer, so I'm just going to kind of fuff about on it. I'm going to like play with the sound yeah. recorder or I'm oh, just yeah. going to like, like, what were the programs you just like opened and played with that weren't games at all?
1: Well, I had to figure out how to open stuff on DOS, which was a nightmare. Oh, wow. So I would be yeah. talking to my mom about how to how do I open this. Like We already talked about how I would play Monopoly on DOS, uh, mm-hmm. I think, in a previous episode. And then there was that weird game I played uh, where you're in a high school and you're like a detective. And I had to open all of that via DOS. There was a putt-putt oh. game I had to go into DOS to play, I think. I think that was a putt-putt game. I never
0: had any. Our first computer was a gateway like windows 98 or whatever so i never dosed basically that's crazy that's yeah. insane
1: We, we i'm yeah. telling
0: you man my parent growing up i was five to ten years behind all technology wow and then here yeah. you are on this show doing this it's
1: so <laughs> weird
2: you know ej what's your what's what did you do on computers as a kid well for me it was a lot of just watching my dad on the computer oh. um And so I didn't really, there wasn't not, there was no non-gaming interaction with computer for Mm me, um, unless it was like the very first time I used a computer in the computer lab at Thomas Jefferson elementary (laughs) uh, back when I was a child. Uh, and I do actually remember the first moment I like interacted with a computer and I remember they opened up a word document and we typed stuff like yeah. i don't even think they were words they we just typed stuff into the computer and then right. they were like and remember you got to learn your cursive cuz you're gonna need it
0: <laughs> and they lied to you pat they lied
2: right to my face
0: my favorite non game game to play on my computer was it's time to print a banner it's a it's a dot matrix printer and you, that thing can just go as long as you want, mm-hmm. so let's make as long of a single string I, <laughs> I would just type one sentence one long sentence, the brown fox jumps over the, the red do- whatever it is, you know, just type all that out in in font size 4000 in uh, landscape on a piece of paper and just waste all of my dad's paper yeah. and ink just waste yeah. it all and, and sit there for 30 minutes while it it (laughs) and that was that was my favorite game as a kid growing up and i would listen to van halen uh on cd in inside of it van halen van halen
1: (laughs) i'd listen i'd scream van halen van halen (laughs) yeah on my dot matrix printer
2: (laughs) i guess that's it yeah yeah i guess so i don't have any riff on that
3: ¡Let's go!
0: Welcome to the Old Gamers' Almanac, the definitive ranking of every video game, every week at a time. Hi, what's up? It's me. I'm Matt Martins. I'm joined by Hunter Donaldson. Yeah, hey, it's me. What's up? Hello. And I'm joined by EJ Sanders.
2: You know, it's really just a crying shame that it's taken this long to get me back on this show. (laughs) How (laughs) How long long has has it been? You were here on Elden Ring. That was... Yeah, on Elden Ring. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) sure. Yeah, I was on that one. (laughs) Yeah, we were really on one, weren't we?
1: That was four people, four people on one podcast, only one of them speaking. Um. (laughs)
2: Uh, Yeah, I'm glad to be back, Uh, glad to be here, glad to be talking about this computer game that we all love. Yes,
0: welcome everyone to our 90s PC game season known as... uh, what was it Warren Spector and Butthead do the 90s? Warren, something.
1: Warren Warren Spector and Butthead do the 90s. Yeah.
2: Oh, this is fun because I'm not caught up on my OGA yeah. lore. This is fun. Every time they bring me on, they're like, "Hey, you know what's cool? Is are five episodes, episodes behind, you. behind." Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's really a fun thing when you're a guest on this show. <laughs> Navigate uh, is like, oh, that's the inside joke we're going with, huh? Right.
0: <laughs> uh, today's game is 1993. Funny that we did two ninety threes '93s back back last week was '93s Dune, today is '93s Mist, which is sort of the maybe most famous, most infamous puzzle game of all time. It was published by Broderbund, who in my mind was a, like a mainstay of the '90s, especially like educational games and things like that Carmen San Diego played a lot of that as a kid but uh Mist developed by uh Cyan Worlds I don't know if that was the original uh name of the company mm-hmm. these companies yeah, sh- it is. Cha- move things around right it's great Uh so what is Mist this is a game where you are in a first person perspective uh, mm-hmm. but you don't really like move there is a later adaptation called Real Mist which is like actually you can walk around the island or whatever. But right. you're, you're, you're trapped on... You wake up on an island. It's a very peculiar island with uh, gadgets and gizmos. And you click on the gizmos and see what's going on. And you discover a little mystery
1: happening on the island. Oh, my God. You get transported. Can we get a second take of that? Can you not? Know no. no? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we'll just keep that in there, huh?
0: <laughs> uh, you wander around the island clicking on stuff, solving complicated, uh, difficult puzzles and you get to watch some fmv sequences of i assume not actors but just the people that were working on the game at the time i don't have that confirmed but just like there's like three dudes that talk to you during your play of this game and try to yep. tell you there's a, a plot going on couldn't mm-hmm. tell you what the plot was at all though wow you didn't pick up yeah, on the plot I mean, the plot's yeah, pretty, the plot simple, was pretty simple yeah uh there's a dad lost uh-huh. somewhere and his yeah, sons are lost too and you are uh, doing sorry. you're unlocking you're leak uh, you're you're getting
1: them out of they're trapped in books they're trapped That's in the books thing. yeah you yes. got it um yep. what's cool about those characters is there are three of them there are three characters mm-hmm. in the game um they are played by the two designers who are brothers yep. rand and robin and uh-huh. uh robin i believe had to play both the, the dad and the the guy in the blue book No, no no i got it wrong rand rand miller played two characters uh robin played the other wow so well, i didn't even realize that one of the guys was two of the guys <laughs> yeah one of the guys was two of the guys Matt, you didn't even notice that <laughs> i didn't even notice Bear, you, i really i really invested firmly close. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well there's a part right at the start of this game there's a, you can get into a library and there's just books and books and books and my problem with some puzzle games is never mm. knowing if the lore dump is super relevant or not Important. and i would argue right. the lore dump in this one is not relevant mm-hmm. at all to any of the puzzles and so i would sort of like immediately put it at the back of mind. i did not sit down and read right. all of the books i mean it's like pages and pages of stuff you could sit down now and you wouldn't read need
1: to read the books though of course you just need to listen no. to the characters that are talking um that's yeah. all that you would uh, end hard yeah well, that yeah <laughs> that's kind of an interesting you sort of tried to to put some spin on what i was saying by suggesting stuff that wouldn't be true under any context about the but game. even
0: even when you listen to the characters it's just a yeah. dude in a book being like hey, help help me and what Please. did you not like no, about hey, that just... you didn't you didn't get into no that was hilarious it's <laughs> what's hilarious to me is that what the guy in the blue book looks exactly like efka from no pun included the board game show oh, just want to yeah, throw yeah. that out there just saying that that's my that's my hot take anyways does anybody else want to talk about what this video game is
2: oh i was just gonna say this game uh, predicted google maps <laughs> Go on. Nineteen ninety-three. Yeah, you're walking around in photospheres, uh, essentially, on a small island. Uh, Street is what view. I, this
0: is this is Google Street View the video game. Yeah,
2: I, I spend my. I mean, I I spend my days in the Maldives. You know. Uh, I mean,
0: wait. I mean, this days. actually, this game sort of yeah. is GeoGuessr. Basically. Yeah, it basically
2: is. Yeah, it's it's um, uh, you know, it's before we can conceptualize what the internet could do, and so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Geo is just better. Missed, <laughs> it's what I've I've gleaned from this game. But <laughs> Miss is pretty cool. Um, you know, they had hardware limitations, obviously in the in the early nineties. And mm-hmm. uh, I think that the small island, I think they made a really good design choice in keeping it to a to a singular small island with mm-hmm. other islands that you eventually puzzle yourself to. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, overall, I thought this game was uh, interesting. Um, <laughs> uh, but oh, there were some really weird things that happened in this game that I was not okay with. Oh. Um, I did not like when anybody talked to me in this video game, really. Um, I personally, yeah, it was just a personal thing for me. I, I think I might have just had like the mixing wrong on the audio because. Oh, it, it just, just sounded it was bad. was very grating. Yeah, it was just very grating. I, and I have like I get like these sensory overload issues, where I'm just like, that's too much for me. So I try to click <laughs> through the dialogue as quickly as possible. <laughs> um, but what, I did finally like listen to the you know final dialogue in this mm-hmm. game, which we'll get to down the road. But essentially, I, I'm kind of like mad. I didn't like the kind of there's like a what is it fuzzy the fuzzy stuff that happens.
0: Yeah the, I, the 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 film grain like literally Yeah the film grain <laughs> it's like a crazy noise. Yeah, and
2: it just makes these really awful noises in my ears and it, I can't I can't hear them anyways. So it's like <laughs> I just skip that dialogue. I, I don't know.
1: Wow. So it sounds like I of of the three of us I'm the only one that experienced any of the like actual speaking in this game. I, mean, <laughs> I experienced it. I just didn't it just didn't pierce it didn't pierce your your exoskeleton. I just didn't care. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. <laughs> Um, can we? I want to talk before we move into the game proper. I do want to talk a little bit about um, how it was made, which I yeah. actually find to be more interesting than the yes. game itself, which is why sure. I definitely would like to talk about that a little bit. There's a yeah. really good Ars Technica video um, where I believe it's Rand uh, Miller uh, talks a lot about the process of getting to uh, Mist itself. Um, and they talk a little bit about the software that they use to make Mist, which is Mm -hmm. uh, something called HyperCard, which, of course, I don't know anything about. However, as they explain it, I start to realize what it is, and what the software is that they use to make Mist is pretty fascinating. It's almost like a PowerPoint presentation. It is basically, here are cards with art on them, and then on those cards, there are parts you can click on, and the second i realized that mist was basically a powerpoint (laughs) with interactables it kind of blew my mind a little bit to be honest to like actually peek behind the curtain and realize what this game actually is Mm. uh it was like wow this is like a very uh this is a very interesting for a powerpoint presentation mist is absolutely the very best that's ever been done i can say that (laughs) unequivocally. (laughs)
0: Uh, well, so uh, look, can we talk about the island itself a little? I, I think what we're going to do is maybe talk about the game for a while and then we'll maybe dig more into puzzles. That'll be like spoiler territory if you want to actually yeah. play the game for yourself, because sure. I mean, this this game is a puzzle game. There's solutions to the puzzles. We'll probably talk through them. And if you don't want those spoiled, you're not going to want to listen in on that. But um, art wise, I do think I mean, it's like it's weird to think about this game coming at the same time as doom and i'm like you know i'm thinking about doom like i can move around these environments very fast like Mm -hmm. you you see how much john carmack accomplished in the like power of the doom engine when you put mist alongside it and you're like oh this is what most people were working with and what carmack built like was 10 million times faster (laughs) than the powerpoint presentation of mist um but outside of that like art wise i mean it's it's like old school 3d graphics but honestly they held it's up good. better than I thought they would although we were I was playing masterpiece edition and I do not know if that was um like a graphical overhaul or not I, I do think it was in some ways yeah.
1: masterpiece edition
0: for sure so uh it's you know it, it looks like old I kind of like the art style of 90s 3d graphics I think that's something that I wish would like kind of come back in a sort of artsy way. Uh, just people like doing really, really rudimentary 3d models and stuff. Um, but the, the structure of mist is you're on the main Island. You have to essentially go to four different islands, but to get Mm. to those four different islands, you have to solve a puzzle that gets you there. And then on the new Island, there's like a new overarching puzzle to solve essentially. So it's the, the whole game is really like six or seven, chunked puzzles right like big larger scale puzzles with like minor interactables in between but it's it's not that long of a game except for depending on how long it takes you to solve some of these um maybe very uh obtuse puzzles
1: yeah i think without assistance this game the game length of mist for me would have been uh infinity time uh, (laughs) because there was at least one maybe even two puzzles that i would say i did not I did not solve them. I rejected them <laughs> and then had to ask my big brother to do it for me, yeah. um, basically. I will say the Myst community
0: does kind of rule, though, because it's the... it. What I discovered is the best puzzle game walkthrough I've ever experienced. Yeah. Uh, Mystjourney.com. Yeah, that's what someone I someone wrote. Yeah, yeah, someone wrote this guide. And I highly suggest don't have any fear of using this thing because it, it is organized to basically point you in the right direction without but spoiling. the walkthrough itself will be like and then you'll have to solve the puzzle yeah. <laughs> and but without yeah. telling you at all what the puzzle is but it's right. sort of like the most obtuse part of the game essentially is sometimes where you're supposed to go next is just like a complete and utter mystery like it's just so hard to figure out where the game actually wants you to be next uh and so the the guide helps point you in those directions without solving any puzzles for you at all basically
1: yeah well uh i i also made use of that it's uh it's it's pretty good uh i definitely recommend that you use it do we want to get into the puzzles themselves or the worlds (laughs) or what what do we want to do
3: we can
0: is it spoilers from here on out is this a quick the quick spoiler for i mean what else we are literally... we supposed
1: to say about i don't this know it is only puzzles. puzzles like yeah, all it, it is, is is some puzzles yes it's not even that, mechanics basically it is an environment you can click through <laughs> and, but then there's the puzzle part and that is the game part and it will be judged on that it's not yeah. we're not going like historical relevancy aside
2: yeah. What is well,
1: Myst like to play in twenty twenty three? I mean I don't well, on. One hold of the most on. Historical
2: re- relevancy though. It is it is historically re- relevant. I, I mean said, it basically I said set that
1: aside. aside. It, it, no, I'm not setting
2: it aside though, because I don't want. It. <laughs> well I
1: don't then I'm, set it aside. then if if we're not setting it aside, then I invite you to speak on it. Uh EJ, you have the floor.
2: I have the floor. Yeah, I would like to talk about the historical yeah. relevance. I mean, it, it basically launched C D hardware. Like to the masses. I mean it was yeah. it was huge. It was massive. And I think it was just because it was so accessible. I mean it was mm-hmm. so easy to put it on a CD-ROM right. and they could basically ship this thing out the door like from hardware to software or whatever, software to hardware right yeah. away um, and send this thing out and it sold like 6 billion copies, which is right. insane. for Highest selling
0: PC game yeah. until 2002. So Absolutely.
2: It's, so I mean, you know, there there is something to be said about um it being kind of the first massive indie game i mean right i mean it's it there it wasn't a massive developer i mean we're not talking about nintendo or sega sure. in 1993 sure. yeah. we're talking about two guys who sat down at their computer had hardware limitations and then they straight up were like and we can ship this thing yeah. so for it to for an indie game to succeed essentially an indie game to succeed in 1993 is, yep. uh, it can't be downplayed. I mean, yeah. it's it's absolutely, um, you know, it didn't, it was the best-selling PC game until The Sims in yeah, 2002. Yeah. What yeah. The It's heck? interesting
0: to me because, yeah, you're, you're talking from the standpoint of, like, them actually getting it out the door. I mean, on the other side of the thing, I mean, we, we talked last week about Doom, and, you know, essentially Doom is, is a similar four people just sort of sitting like id software getting started and making this thing. But I guess maybe the difference between Doom and Mist is Doom was like, we're just going to give this thing away to as many people. Like, we're going to give right. the first episode away to everyone. And so a right. lot of people played that and didn't necessarily buy. I, I, I don't know if there's a good estimation of how many people played doom without buying doom and i wonder like what doom's numbers would look like if they weren't giving away (laughs) the first episode for free whereas mist was like you did have to to buy and 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 but part of that too is like you're saying it was this first game on a cd-rom which then had its own novelty people were sort of going after it's like that. It's people were interested in the new technology getting getting their computer with a cd-rom drive so they could you know get on board this new wave essentially
1: yeah it's also a difference in audience uh mist was very much for adults and i think adults actually understood that for like the first time um so i think i think it sort of appealed to a completely different audience that maybe Mm -hmm. people didn't even realize existed doom was made for idiots um and and of course idiots run the world so we're a great audience i would say to target a game at (laughs) um but yeah mist mist was for your grandma might might be interested in mist. you know well and and speaking as a child
0: of the 90s that mist definitely wasn't for me and i don't know if y'all have the same experience but it's like i remember mist existing and i remember booting it up sort of clicking around and being like i don't know what the hell any of this is like i can't I I am completely unable to figure out what this game is. I have, like, the visual memory of kind of wandering around, finding that fountain in under the main room. I I remember that room, but I remember nothing else amiss because I couldn't figure out how literally a single thing worked. Right, how
1: to progress. Uh, I'll say this, and just to be honest, mist frightened me when I was a child, so I did not want to play it uh, because it made me uncomfortable to... My, my my mom liked it because she liked these types of games in general and still does actually um right but I yeah she she had it and she said it was she said it was really good and then one day I was like oh mom can I try mist and I just remember sitting there with it and being like I feel like something scary is gonna happen yeah. in this game <laughs> so like I, I couldn't handle it. I was maybe like six or something like that at yeah. that time so
0: I think uh, a weird part of it too is the game doesn't do anything really to introduce itself or also this isn't a spoiler like when you when you finish the game too you just have to turn it off like like when you beat the game it never it doesn't cut to anything and then when you when you like exit out of the program the game is like okay here's the credits real quick anyways bye and like disappears (laughs) but like when you boot up mist it just opens mist and there's nothing else that happened you're just there in mist and it's a very odd I think experience. That's why to me it like it does. It doesn't feel like a game. Like it feels yeah. like a piece of software that you boot up and click around in. Like it just feels like a PowerPoint presentation, basically. Yeah, I,
2: I finished the game and then I was like, "Well, am I done?" And yeah, it you sit there. You sit there for like three credits. minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you have to like exit the game, and it's like, and yeah, you you are done. And you are (laughs) now you're done. You've you've exited the game, which is where you actually the game is over when you leave. It also feels
1: like plot-wise, when the game is over, it feels also like it's not over. It definitely feels like um, I don't know if they they leave some hooks specifically, but towards the end of the game, suddenly they start talking about um, the mom character who is lost in some other book. Um, uh-huh. Basically, which is uh, spoiler plot spoilers, but whatever, It doesn't matter. But uh, uh, it definitely feels like maybe you are just about to do another chapter about the mm-hmm. mom, and then the game is just over. And no, of course, don't. eventually, year the se- mm-hmm. there are sequels to Mist, uh, and yeah. I guess they explore that territory. I don't really know because I haven't played any of them.
0: My favorite thing is that Riven is literally called Riven, the sequel to Mist. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the colon is, the, it's not Myst 2, just Riven, Myst the two. sequel to Mist. Well, you
1: know, I mean, you know there was some suit at some point that was like a little freaked out that it wasn't <laughs> yeah, called Mist 2, so they were really annoyed. And they were like, so you got to put like a little thing under, otherwise yeah. no one, these She's grandmas no won't know. know. <laughs>
2: um, it's just, it. I just want to go back to how crazy it is that they, they developed something on this the hardware that was meant to play it, and that mm. at that time was kind of wild. That's it. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. It, They b- developed it on a Quadra seven hundred, and then <laughs> and then it played on a Quadra seven hundred yeah. only. Like that, that was like kind of how yeah. it worked. um So wild. that that's really cool. I don't think it can be uh, understated how how important this game was in nineteen ninety three, and I really think and beyond for almost a decade. I mean, right. That's pretty well, impressive.
0: Let's okay, everyone. If you're really wanting to play Myst, which maybe this podcast isn't about to convince you you need to do, but if you're wanting to do that and want to solve puzzles for yourself, you're a big puzzle head... You probably don't listen anymore to this episode because we're just gonna yeah. like talk about we're gonna talk through uh just how go play it. take,
2: take two hours and go play it and yeah use it, the it really guy.
0: isn't that long and use the walkthrough because yeah. it's it, you won't you won't have your feelings
1: hurt <laughs> it'll be like so, so. wait
0: that was the solution
1: yeah. all right I'm fine I'm good yeah. actually wait yeah. one one more note for the people before they leave to go play Myst. Um, right. you know the peop- the the brothers that made this game made it thinking that you would take a very long time to play it and that's why yeah. they made the puzzles the way that they did do that right um do not give them as much time as they thought you were going to do not do right. that so I- instead uh don't be afraid of of seeking help um unless i mean if you want to put six months of your life into mist I mean, it's your life. Do whatever you yeah. want, but I want to beg you to not do that yeah. because the, the, they were wrong.
0: The running rule of this show, and I think we talked about this even with Secret of Monkey Island, was if you spend, I'd say, about three to five minutes where you're like, I literally I don't have no do. idea what yeah. is supposed to be next. I don't know where to go. Right. That then get check check the walkthrough real quick, I, I, and, and then from there, obviously, you know, all right, now I've I've actually figured out because half the time. You did know the solution you it. Yeah. and you clicked the wrong spot. And so then you're yeah. like, I guess that's not the solution. I'll go elsewhere. And then the game is like, no, no, no. Sorry. It was back well, there. You like should
2: go even there. the first puzzle of the game is just flipping the switches. like yeah. The very first puzzle of the game. And I still like a big dumb dumb was like, I'm gonna flip this switch back off. Before yeah. was <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I just let's just flip that could one turn back, back in the again. down I position. Could,
1: I, you know, what's so funny. The, so let's kick off a puzzle conversation with that i didn't have like i came in being like i'm just gonna figure missed out and yeah, yeah, i saw same. the switches and i was like ah yeah yep. these switches i bet i flick them <laughs> and i did flick them a bunch i flicked every yeah. single one of them and then i realized that i couldn't remember what which yep. they, was the starting what, direction yeah, what's what was up, the starting what's <laughs> position for the switches so then once i found out that of course i did actually need to flick all those switches yep. at a certain point i was like i don't How were they? I don't remember how they were. (laughs) I've looked them five times since then. Oh, man. Uh, The
2: missed experience.
0: I I got to a point, I sort of figured that part out, but then I got to, um, I I like very quickly got into one of the the other islands, you like, you you teleport off to other islands, but I spent 20 minutes 30 minutes on the island with zero progression on uh, I'll, I'll say it's the mechanical age island yeah i wandered around there and i convinced myself that there must have been a I, I maybe soft lock. I was like, did I find a soft lock? Did I, did I re did I not realize that there was something else I was supposed to do on the first Island that right. I then locked myself out of later to find out? No, that's not the case at all. I just didn't know where I was supposed to go, but I reset the game and I'm, it, it gave me the realization of like, probably maybe how much their intent. Like the switch thing, the solution would be, Oh, I realized I have to reset the game to then see what direction the switches were in to then go yeah. back through and click all of them. And like the game, game would play so fast once you know the solutions to puzzles that you could at any point reset the game and and within a minute get to where you were basically i mean the speed run for this well the speed run for the whole game is is all of 30 seconds because you know the two final (laughs) solutions and that's it (laughs) but in general like it you know you you load very quickly that you don't walk around right you you click to the next spot a la Google Street View or whatever mm-hmm. um but even that is very fat it's not like it loads to get to the next screen so much so that I was playing it on uh, my Steam Deck and I had to turn off one setting of my Steam Deck because the the touchpad that I'm using as my mouse is yeah. a kind of a sensitive click like if you press in the touchpad it is your mouse left click as well. So much to where I would be moving around and I would just like click, 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 click like move through like four screens all oh, at once gosh. and be like, oh my God, where am I? Hold on, everyone. I have to turn around and figure out. And I finally just had to like turn the click off of my touchpad and only use uh, the trigger as my mouse because I kept getting lost in environments because I would suddenly warp through four of them. All right.
2: Uh, how's, how's everybody's note sheet look?
0: <laughs> EJ's holding up his piece of paper. Nice. I love that. I... Uh, it wasn't taking too many notes until later on, uh, and I sadly deleted my drawing for one of the more obtuse puzzles. But I do have a, I just have a small, I have a small section of notes that was exclusively for the, uh, what's it called, the cel- celentic, celatonic age? I don't know the one mm-hmm. before the submarine, right before you do the yeah. submarine. I
1: had, I needed notes for that for sure. I got photos. That's what I got for you. Uh, I I like oh
2: yeah, yeah. See, that's so that's, much smarter. So <laughs> I forgot that I was not in nineteen ninety three the entire time I played.
0: That was the handy part of a Steam Deck is you can do a Steam screenshot on the Steam Deck. And I actually, I have a ton of those. Yeah, I I have a whole library of just pictures of all the things I needed to remember or whatever.
1: There was the point where you make it to the library for the first time Uh and I saw that there were books and then I could open yeah. the books and I, I sighed a deep sigh when I realized I could look in the books <laughs> and I was like, all right. And then I treated it like I was at like a photocopy store and I was just like taking a,
3: taking a fucking screenshot of that one. <laughs> you're at the, you're in the, the library evidence. of Congress yeah, you're, like, yeah. trying to do your reporting. <laughs>
1: And I'm like, well they're not they're not getting me on this. I'm gonna have these books in my phone. Okay. It's like
2: those uh when you have to read negative yeah, newspapers yeah. at the <laughs> library you know <laughs> in like the eighteen hundreds, they're just like, We only have negatives of this one. You gotta right. run it through the machine. Like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. And you're like, Why that? <laughs> why photo scans only why didn't you just have the paper
0: right this doesn't make wow. any sense man okay well i want to i want to hear about other i want to hear about other puzzle experiences hunter walk me through your missed journey
1: um well so yeah the, i i played with the philosophy that that you laid out which was that i would try to solve puzzles and then if i didn't feel like i could figure it out then i would consult the uh the my big brother the internet um, mm-hmm. And I would say very frequently, as an idea, I understood what the puzzle wanted. Even in the mechanical age, because I actually got lucky, uh, and uh, there there are two hidden rooms in the mechanical age, and I got lucky mm-hmm. on the first one, and then realized, oh, there's probably another one in that other room. Uh, yeah. There's like two throne rooms. Um, right. And so I got lucky on the first one, which made the second one easier, because I realized what I was looking for. Um, I found that most of the time, if you zoomed out, on the idea of what this puzzle was, I did understand it. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. almost, not every puzzle, but almost every puzzle in the game (laughs) has some sort of, I'm gonna call it a moment of finickiness, a sort of like something that had, if it it was a more modern game, I feel like a game designer would be like, you know, this part, the whole puzzle kind of hinges on this one little, (laughs) this isn't even necessarily about the puzzle, it's just kind of like, here's the mechanical age version of this. The elevator. Yeah. So yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I understood <laughs> that overall. I didn't. The at mechanical all. age was about moving. Yeah. You can just see it. I mean, if you're yeah. looking at the environment, you can see right. what the puzzle's yep. gonna be. The
0: building's gonna move. It's the,
1: you. You see the other. The other. Uh, you can see the other places the building can point at. You Uh, find even
0: the more you explore, you find the demonstration thing, right? You find the tool that's like when you find the real tool, it's going to look like this. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, so you get all of that, right? And and the player is understanding. Oh, I I get what this puzzle is going to be about, but there's an element, and you're but you're like, I don't know how I get to the part where I get to do this puzzle. I just understand it as a concept. Um, Well, they decided to hinge the entire. You getting to do the puzzle part on an elevator the elevator has an up button that takes you up a floor and has a down yep. button that takes you down a floor. and then there's just a middle button i don't know what that yep. does maybe it doesn't do anything uh you press it and all that happens is you stand in the elevator for a little bit and then the door closes yeah yep and you're like i don't what what does that even do right um, why do i need that <laughs> but, but what you're supposed to do is click the middle button and then leave <laughs> the elevator now that's Okay. That's a little, that's a bit of a trick. And, and if you actually pay attention, what you're realizing is, yeah, there is like a moment there where I'm not doing anything and the, the elevator is just, the door is open and I don't know. Um, however, that has nothing to do with the overall puzzle. That's just a little bit of kind of mean, (laughs) extra poking you on top of you (laughs) trying to work out the puzzle. So I'm working out two things at once. I have The puzzle that I'm trying to interact with intellectually, and then I have the Miller brothers over here being like, "But what if you don't get this one thing? What about that? What about (laughs) if you don't understand the the little middle button part? It doesn't have anything to do with it. But like, if you don't get that, then you're not smart enough to even start the puzzle."
2: Yeah, mist. Mist communicates information at a macro level better than almost any game. Yeah, I agree with you. And then Actually. communicates information at a micro level worse than any game <laughs> really bad, that I've yeah. ever played.
1: Yeah, it's EJ. Uh, that's so good because yeah, yeah, it's like you see the world like whenever you, you go it? to one of the islands, and you're like, yeah. I get what we're going for. Right. I know what I need to do this to turns. solve this puzzle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: this thing turns this island yeah. turns i can see it because i see that island over there it has a connector yeah. i'm yeah. picking up the visual cues yes. i go into the castle oh i'm still getting visual cues yes oh what wait where Which? what's this thing uh, <laughs> right oh oh <laughs> no no i'm not getting it but let me get help and that's and that's when you just it just kind of derails itself in that way it just gets caught up in its own minutiae and what was kind of hate it let's let's
0: i want to say something nice about it because i do think we all sort of in some scale liked it what was everyone's actual favorite aha moment if you had one uh hunter did you have a favorite kind of like oh i i'm clever i solved
1: that one i got it like did did you have a favorite aha moment in mist um so once i i will it's funny because i've talked smack on this level off uh like off pod but Mm -hmm. uh the swamp area when i got to it the fact that it was i booted it up and i know exactly like i was like this is water puzzles right here and i'm excited about the maze-like waterness of it, um, yeah. it was cool to boot up a world and kind of go right into being like, I know what we're doing and I'm yeah, excited yeah. about it. However, that one also <laughs> has its its bit of minutia, which is that it's kind of awkward to to click around, click around to yeah. like. Well, and the other thing too is I'm on slow mode. You got to remember that. So EJ was playing on oh, fast yeah. mode. I was playing on slow mode. So EJ's take of this puzzle is that it's fine and it was easy. It was not easy for me because I'm clicking (laughs) through every card and being like, oh, okay. And so many times I would have the water go in the wrong direction. Not because I was misunderstanding where the water needed to go, but because I was misunderstanding my orientation. Right. in relation to the rest of the space yeah your spatial
0: awareness gets really thrown off in that particular level which is why it's nice that it's kind of the easiest puzzle of the game because it's the right. most you just it's the one that would benefit the most from real mist if you yeah. could just like with your mouse look around poof, breeze it'd be yeah. such an easy puzzle really but the easy. actual clicking around there's two levels to it too there's the bottom mm-hmm. level where you kind of get lost because you're like there's three at those. water level that's true but you're at the you're at water level you see trees. It's a little bit hard to navigate, especially yeah. because it's not its not like cardinal directions down there. It's like sometimes the angle is like a 30 degree angle off that way and a 90 degree angle off that way or whatever. Then you go upstairs to the lofts, to the tree houses, and literally every tree house looks exactly the same. Right, And you don't you can't even figure out how to navigate where you're going because like your field of view is so tight that you're literally just like, I don't know. I'm in one of nine tree houses that yeah. all look identical to each yep. other.
2: <laughs> yeah, the This is actually where I messaged Matt and I was like, uh i can't find the red page in this level and matt yeah. was like oh are you doing the red pages and i was like i'm doing both <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: doing and that's both, when i dude. realized
2: i didn't have to do both no. yeah and they were you trying to do both actually. they were trying to
1: trick you into not doing both and i didn't realize that because it would kick i mean you can only do one at a time so you have to go yeah, back yeah so in. i would
2: go but ba- i would go back in i yeah. would i went back to that big tree that clunks down i wait bun that thing up again and you i went two back. both
1: did every I, area twice yes um, except for the last one the last one Whoa, made me so except mad for the last
2: one I, yeah i didn't do the last one the twice last because again. god god knows i wouldn't even yeah. even put in the code again for that one yeah. right fuck that level for real yeah, I, I, man, I did not even
0: <laughs> consider so here's my take okay well let's let's talk about well f- f- actually i want to get to a point about the book's but I do want to also know EJ's favorite aha moment. I would like to, I'd like to do that. Yeah, first. yeah.
2: Oh yeah. My favorite aha moment. Uh, I would say that the water level, it was a sweet relief that level being on fast mode. Yeah. Um, uh, because the thing about fast mode is you do slow mode first. You actually have to slow mode the cards and then you get fast mode coming back. Uh, That's kind of how it works. You slow mode huh. through every card. Um, and then once you've seen that card, it'll be like, okay, now you can skip you can some jumps to get Interesting. further ahead. Wow. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think of my favorite f- my favorite aha moment of the game. I think it had to have been on the ship. Um, just finally figuring that puzzle out. I needed yeah. limited help. I-, I think it was a little bit frustrating because I had talked about this before the show where there was just a secret passage and me being on mm-hmm. on fast mode. Uh you can jump. It was right just past really it. frustrating. I just kept spinning past it. I would like basically yeah. jump from the top of that staircase to yeah. the bottom of that staircase. right? And it's So halfway. there was no stopping in between. Right. And yeah. it's halfway in between. Right. And so I was like, I was like, I know it's in here somewhere, but I think my, that was my biggest aha moment also because it was like, oh no, I was right. I did yeah. everything right at, in this puzzle. It was just, it was just like the game didn't communicate that yeah. I was doing it right. like it, it didn't reward me for my effort, is right, what right. it was. So that was kind of the aha moment about me thinking, that was kind of where I turned on the game a little bit too, yeah. <laughs> is when I was like, oh, I'm actually enjoying my experience too. Okay, this is kind of silly.
1: Right. Uh, Matt, was you, what was yours?
0: I liked the sound puzzles. There's a there's a sound design puzzle in the selen- selen- yeah. Selenitic age. Um, and... Uh, there's basically like weird little symbols and then you turn this dial to like, it's like a compass thing that points itself at an area and then that, the noise will like play or whatever. Yeah. And that one was just like actually fun to explore. It's when I had really, it's one of the few sections I like opened myself up to like, I'm just going to backtrack through. I'm not going to be annoyed by like backtracking through this level back and forth because once you understand where stuff is, it's not slow to get through the level. Like you can, you can blast through from either side of the island or whatever. And so, yeah, I, I I did basically that whole puzzle, like, on on my own, and it felt good to, like, really solve that one. Now, that puzzle leads to the absolute worst part of the game, but right. the actual
1: island part of that puzzle yeah. I thought was really great. I wish I could have been able to... I'm, I'm jealous. I wish I could have been able to, to handle that. I can't yeah. do, the like, sound-based sound puzzle stuff. Anytime a game kind of goes into that realm at all, yeah. I don't have... I guess it's just like how I hear it doesn't, right. it just
0: doesn't work. It reminds me, I mean, so much of this game reminds me obviously of um, the witness. The witness is like straight up built from the, the ideas in mist, right? Yeah. The Witness is, is in part a sequel to mist sort of. Yeah. Um, and there's a really infamous sound puzzle in the witness that's on this boat. It's like the hardest puzzle in the entire game because it's, like five or six mechanics all stacked on top of each other and it's a similar idea of there's actually little noises playing and i remember hunter you telling me about that boat puzzle as if it was this wildly in impo- like un-understandable un- task yeah. because of like what you're saying it's just a sound
1: n- thing that's yeah i had no idea what it was even I, I mean like i i listen listener i i love to when i when i finish the game i love to come on this show and be like i i did the game and i'm a big boy and aren't you proud of me <laughs> but papa mm-hmm. uh yo i feel no shame at all in telling you i got so mad at that one that i was just like we're looking up the, just tell me what to do like yeah, we're I mean looking exactly. up an exact yeah. just the solution and i just got to move on with my life because you only yeah. live one time as far as we know you know what yeah. i mean you <laughs> as far get as we one know. Go around. And you got to make choices on what it is that's going to be in your life or not. Okay. And that, I was going to have a toxic relationship with that puzzle had I done it correctly. So I did not. You got to just break up with stuff if it's not working out with you.
0: So let's all, on the count of three, say what the worst puzzle in the game
1: was y'all want to join I, we, me in a quick right. we definitely agree what do the we worst. Well, well real quick before we do yeah. that what do we how do how would we like to refer to this last puzzle we were talking about just in case that's the one how do what do we want to call that puzzle what do you mean i don't even know uh, what to call it like
2: yeah it's it's tough to come up with a name i would i'm just it's it's the submarine yeah, yeah it's, the submarine. <laughs> it's the
0: submarine we're all gonna say the submarine yeah. puzzle. <laughs> so the submarine. i'll say it <laughs> the submarine is the culmination of this game choosing to tell you nothing and yeah using space in such a way that is intentionally confusing so the you, you finish the selenitic age i'm gonna mispronounce that every single time yeah I do who not cares? know what that word is um you you find your way to a submarine and then it's like, okay, you gotta ride the submarine out of here. Uh, there's a kind of fun but tricky puzzle, but it's pointing you in the right direction if there's like a piano and the piano is a code that you needed to write down from a book earlier anyways it's, it's already puzzle. telling you like you're in the sound area this is a sound puzzle there's about to be some more sound puzzle stuff for you you are supposed to glean think that. yeah no no absolutely <laughs> you definitely don't actually glean that on the first go but that's what they are not trying to tell you i guess uh, but what's worse about the submarine puzzle is you get there and then the, the sub can turn to the the sort of eight what is it? It's not cardinal directions. What's the one step up from cardinal directions? Anyways, you can or- go north, you can ortho- go northwest, you can go west. Or- yeah, ortho- orthogonal. Anyways, biological. You can, you can go biological in biological eight direction. directions with each uh, submarine spot, and it will race forward to whichever direction you go. And then it plays a sound. Uh, and you're like, okay, well, that was a distinct sound. Maybe we'll figure that out. And then most of the submarine spots, it starts you off and there's only one direction you can actually go. Like you turn and there's just a wall in front of you. There's only one spot you can go. And then it starts to open up and now there's two spots and it becomes a little bit of a web and you're like, oh my God, I'm doing a maze. And not only is it just like, Okay, it's a guess and check maze. Go forward until you run into the, uh, a spot you're not supposed to be. But if you're trying to draw it on a piece of paper for a little bit, it's like, okay, I can tell that I move this way and then I turn 90 degrees and I move probably assume the same distance. <laughs> and then you get to a spot where it's like, we're going to go around a bend. And yeah. you're like, uh-oh, and I have sudden... no idea where right. I'm at now in relation to the rest of the maze. There's no yeah. way for me to glean yep. where I am headed. And you're just meant to guess a check. So my favorite thing about this base is we've all talked to each other about this, uh, yeah, this before. Can we each talk about when we decided to, to give just up? check the guy, to give up on this oh, one? Uh, EJ, the EJ the you're hard. going last. My, EJ's going the last. i most heartbreaking. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll go so, first
1: because actually, okay. I mean, because that's the whole thing is we were just talking about what happened before this. Yeah, yeah. And I gave up on that. Yeah. What do you think my attitude you was gave right? away. once I got in the submarine and I heard, <laughs> it's the thing, I moved forward and I, at first I was excited about the submarine because I was like, seems like yep. we're going to kind of change it up a little bit here. Yeah, yeah. And then I moved forward and I heard a weird noise and I was like, uh-huh. no, no, <laughs> no, you're not, not into this to me. I'm not having this anymore. So yeah, I just looked up the solution and moved on with my life. And guess what? I'm a Good happier person. You. I'm a whole yep. person. I'm okay. Hey, it didn't hurt wrap. me i didn't boss, let 100. it hurt me
0: yeah okay good job i gave it some some solid go i was taking the, i was the like i don't know the sounds i'm just gonna guess and check it we're just gonna keep trying angles and stuff i was drawing a map but how
1: would you guess and check it if you don't know if you oh, succeeded tell you, until the end of oh, the puzzle I'll tell you, buddy. because oh, you <laughs> get you
0: to you you get to you do get to like this is obviously, that like, there's no other direction to go. You yep. get to end points, right? Oh, my so you, God. So, you can go around and say, like, okay, yeah.
1: that whole You're thing was the it. wrong path. But, but, Let's but, back okay, all okay, the real way up quick, real and go quick. again. Yeah. In looking up what the answer was, it yeah. required, because I'll say this, that the, when I decided to give up on this puzzle right away, I immediately felt gratification because when I yes. looked up the solution, it yep. was so many inputs yep. that I was like, this would take forever to get this like right. You
0: said, yeah, like you said, Hunter, at the start of this, it, the the amount of time this game wants you to spend on just this puzzle alone is maybe Perhaps like the rest of your life. The rest yeah. of <laughs> your life, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I probably got about halfway through the puzzle, and then I started to look stuff up. Uh, I looked it up actually on a, a Reddit instead, and what i found that was nice is i didn't fully spoil the puzzle for myself but what i pulled up was a little key for what the sounds were supposed to mean and what you're supposed to glean from the sounds. Uh. the hilarious part to me about the sounds being any sort of clue as to what you're supposed to do is the only way you could figure that out in my opinion is by solving the puzzle And then realizing what the sounds were telling you. (laughs) So then next time you go through the puzzle, you could hear the sound and know exactly where to go, right? But in any experience of just solving that puzzle, I don't think the sounds would ever be helpful. So EJ, tell us how you did.
2: I don't think that my ears work. And (laughs) that caused issues for me. Uh, I guessed and checked this entire puzzle oh my yeah.
1: god ej um
2: i will say i will say immaculately i went six for six to start
1: whoa yeah, I, I don't know well, how first, i did it yeah, yeah. like
2: uh, i wrote down so here at the bottom of my page which you can't see but yeah uh, yeah uh, yeah listener, you got your directions right. Here's my directions there's some guess and check here and then here's my web on the back
0: yes i ha- i had a thing on my phone drawn up of like got, where do i
2: think we're going i did this puzzle for about 45 minutes to an hour um this is how long it took it took about 45 minutes to an hour yep and on i i finally caved i was like i don't know how much more of this i have i i'm going to die in here like i don't want to do this puzzle anymore yeah and i looked up the solution and i was one direction (laughs) away wow one input (laughs) All I had to do. There are fourteen. Was go inputs. the direction. You have to go fourteen. That and
0: you made it to thirteen, and I, you had one I, more I, step.
2: All I had. to... Not only that, Matt, I had to go the direction I was facing. Ah! I was <laughs> facing the direction I wow. needed to wow. go, and <sighs> I, I was like, I'm so mad. You I did was mostly it. mad because no, I
1: come on, you did it. I know,
2: I know, but it still, it still felt so like because yeah. uh, I honestly didn't know how much longer I had. I was yeah. like, I don't know if this is gonna go on for another hour like i really just want to be done with this puzzle i've i've given it i feel like i've given it a good try yeah. yeah you gave it the call <laughs> and i didn't even notice that the sounds were supposed to tell me where to go you'd think that after <laughs> playing it for 45 minutes no, that man. i would know no, i don't
0: think you can because again you don't know what's correct right like yeah. you don't know what is there's right no until you've solved it yeah. there's no affirmation that the, the only, sounds are sending you in the right direction
2: the only thing i took as affirmation and i was wrong to but i the only thing i took as affirmation was whenever i went down a curvy path I thought that was affirmation. I thought that was a visual uh, cue that I no, had gone No, sometimes right not. <laughs> way. But sometimes not. You know how yeah. I know? Well, because I checked about 40 paths. So. Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh I, I
0: will say, just so I don't get called out, just so I don't get called out, the way you would be actually intended to figure it out, and this is yeah. extraordinarily difficult to actually just process as a person, is the first, I think, four steps are not choices it's this is the only direction you can go okay and so what you should be able to glean is the sound plays there's only one direction you can go that sound means Uh, that direction but again again in the moment there's no way for you to just jump to that conclusion but this
1: this comes back to the thing that ej put so eloquently which is macro communication versus micro communication right they're bad at getting the little concepts across Yes, like I would say, that is like a big assumption for a player to make the first time, and yeah. maybe the whole thing is they don't care about the first time. They yeah, want right. you to fail and then come back to it. Well, too bad. It's twenty twenty three, we're not going to do that. Sorry, yeah, whoopsie right, yeah. doodle. Uh, the world <laughs> moved forward, in fact, uh, and not backward. But uh, yeah, I think I think they every every puzzle is gated by some sort of weird tiny decision. Yep. That just mm-hmm. makes the whole thing so much harder than it would need to be. Instead of it being a game about communicating a really cool puzzle idea to the player, I feel like it just falls on itself a lot.
2: Yep. Oh, you want to hear something else miserable? Yeah. yeah, I do. I turned off those switches, and so the map in the yeah. in the in the little circular room yeah. didn't have the locations available to me for like thirty five oh. minutes. Of me oh, Oh wow, this game. wait. So whenever I was turning, trying to turn the observation, is that how that
0: works? Because I also was having trouble with that and not figuring out why it wasn't sending me to the spot.
2: If you turn on the switches, it'll light up everything on the map, right? On and then and then all you got to do is wait until the 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 red turns red, right? Yeah. They turn weren't red turning for red me.
0: for me. Exactly. I was like, "What is going on?" And I just, yeah. I guess, I just clicked around until it. And worked so
2: again. I literally was just turning this tower one by one. No, one, one inch, dude. I suck at puzzle games. Okay, <laughs> this is what I've learned <laughs> well, from no, this game. I, was listen, <laughs> I,
1: this is not coming from. It's not that you under or I understood the puzzle any better than you. I just lucked out and they were yeah, up. Uh, I like, just and literally and so turned clicked. off the
2: switches again for, for no reason. Like I don't know why yeah. I went. I was like, okay, I've used these switches. I'm gonna turn back off. <laughs> I don't know why I thought we got to leave them off. Off. I yeah. literally, but I left one of them on because, and the only reason I know I left one on is because the middle section where the, like the little boat is, I, I left that one, that part on and I just know I did cause it was lit up and I was like, why is that lit up? Yeah. And finally, like after a while I was like, Oh, the switches. And then I like went and turned them all yeah. on again and I everything mean, lit up on the map. And I just like, it was like, I could see God for the first yeah, yeah. time. <laughs> it was insane. Yeah. You just said you're bad at puzzles, but I just
0: want to give you credit. You you solved these yeah. problems for yourself every time. Like I did solve I didn't them for figure, myself. I didn't figure that out. You know what I mean? You figured out what yeah. was going on and solved it. I happened upon the correct answer. That's not good at solving puzzles. Right. That's luck, like Hunter said. Yeah. Let's talk about the last uh, very obtuse design decision that I, I want to get into, which is the story of this game and what it expects people to. How it expects people to want to play this game in a way that doesn't make any sense at all, which is this. The whole game, we've talked about these books. There's a red book and there's a blue book. In each of the ages, you can collect one of the books. Now, I just clued in early of like, okay, I'll just grab the blue book every time. We're going to do blue book stuff and figure out what that means. Um, I think I had also peeked ahead and knew there were multiple endings, basically. So I was like, okay, I'll just stick with blue book the whole time. Um, so I'm doing that, learning more about the Blue Book guy. The Blue Book guy is very obviously trying to trick you and is going to trap yeah. you inside the Blue Book when He's you let him out. He's having a lot out. of fun. He's having a lot of fun with his performance.
2: One's a, one's a psychopath <laughs> and the other's a sociopath.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so I I went through the whole thing, did the Blue Book path. You technically, like I, I had a save right before the end. You can basically at the end do one of two paths essentially like you can do the canonical end and the blue end or you can do the canonical end and the red end um right and the thing that's wild to me though is the notion that this game has any replayability why are there multiple endings to a game that has one solution for all of its puzzles there is if you knew how to do this game the second playthrough to do the red book would not involve a single moment of puzzle solving. It would just be clicking through the slideshow presentation. So I cannot fathom why this game has multiple endings. It, it like boggles my mind what they, what the assumptions of the 1993 player base yeah. were with regards to puzzles.
1: I, I think it was something that the genre was kind of comfortable with at the time because really uh, yeah, they're there. So of course you have, if you think about the LucasArts stuff, maybe this doesn't like work as well. Um but I played a game a lot when I was a kid called Neverhood and oh, Neverhood yeah. was obsessed with I I actually I don't know how many endings that game had, but it it what well, I guess my point here is it had a bad ending and it was excited uh-huh. about that there's a bad <laughs> ending to it. <laughs> yeah. Um and I remember getting the bad ending because I was bad at the game. Um and I think Mist kind of comes from a similar place of like Yeah. Kind of wanting to sort of, you know, here's this game, but you can kind of fail it. It's, it's, yeah. you can't die in the game. There's no, right? There's no violent. There's no monsters to shoot at, you know. Yeah. So the only thing bad that can happen to you is you do the wrong thing and you end up stuck in the book or whatever, right?
2: It's, uh, it's actually the same for a recent video game and one that you might cover eventually, but probably not, uh, not on my recommendation anymore, but Tunic, uh, does this
1: oh but, wow yeah. i it
2: hmm. does this exact same thing in my opinion i won't go any further i won't don't want to spoil tunic but i i think that it culminates into something that isn't um, worthwhile oh so wow. I, wow
0: that's what wow. you were talking highly of tunic about it a i love Tunic. i that's
2: so. i think that's why i was so disappointed in that game just a sidebar and I, I think i've mentioned this before on this podcast which is just essentially that i loved that game until i until the end uh, wow. essentially dang um, I think if you end up with the bad ending of that game, it really does not want it does not. I have not returned to it. and I don't feel like I will. Yeah. Interesting to try and get the the whatever the other ending. Yeah.
0: Well, okay. Does anybody have any final notes about mist before we uh, do some ranking and talking about the nineties a bit more broadly?
1: I want to say this. I think that it's probably, and this is a guess, but I bet you from a gameplay perspective it's probably kind of a shame that Mist was such a smash hit and holds all this legacy, mm-hmm. but that its sequels do not. Right, That is probably lame actually, yeah. because a lot of my fundamental problems with Mist uh, have to do with the experience of playing it, which mm-hmm. has a lot to do with the boring idea of polish versus unpolished and i bet you just based off nothing i haven't even read anything yeah that the sequels to mist maybe do some stuff to improve the formula in a dramatic way um and if i I bet so and if the the kinks were ironed out this probably would be the type of game that I would be like, not only is it a legacy masterpiece, but it is fun to play today, which is how I feel about a game like Doom, for instance. Right.
2: This really falls too, to the fact that there was a game released in the same year called The Seventh Guest that we didn't even talk about yet. Right.
1: That
2: yeah. um, was better. It was just better, I think, hmm. across the board. Um, it's a, a little bit longer. The puzzles aren't as obtuse. Mm-hmm. Um, they, there's a little bit more going on plot-wise. Uh, I think overall people... Uh, generally, regard the Seventh Guest as maybe the better of the two games these days. I, I think there was not more famous, but perhaps right. There was probably, a, famous, time p- right. there was probably a time when Mist was probably people would be like, "Oh no, no, no! You need to play Mist." And now right. I think that the the I think it's probably changed to no. You need to play the Seventh Guest if you're going to play one of these.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would love I would love to check it out for myself. That's by Trilobite. I remember that that name sounds familiar to me, but um. Well let's let's talk about uh, some 90s stuff then. Um, I don't know uh, we didn't really prep like what we wanted our sort of 90s topic. Last week we talked about like what is the most important 90s PC genre. I'm certainly not going to say puzzle games uh, have any <laughs> uh, thing to that claim. So I don't know. again, I always come back to just this idea that there was a period of time, at least in my mind where like games, didn't even feel like games to me on the PC, right? There was console games and that's where games were played. And then PC had software that sometimes sort of felt like a game. I don't know how else to explain mm. it, but that's how games on the PC felt to me until yeah, where the world Age of time Empires in San Diego, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like well, that that game is like mostly an encyclopedia investigator. Like you just
1: yeah. you're just looking
2: through You go to
1: different places in the world. That's that's interesting. I I i definitely did not share that mostly i think because of duke nukem duke nukem saved me from having that experience because playing it what there was no way to argue that it was some sort of (laughs) piece of software (laughs) that could be used for anything but being a little turd it was just turd simulator and that's all it was that's really funny
0: (laughs) um I also, I mean, most of my 90s, younger 90s PC experience is the, like, Windows Media Entertainment Packs, too, right? Chips Challenge and Rodent's Revenge and stuff. It's all stuff that was, like, in little browser windows. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't, I don't know when it was before I played a game that, like, took over the whole screen and was the only thing you were doing on a computer. You know what I mean? I think it was a long time before I played a game that was... The computer game basically it's like everything else is just like no it's just like a window that's up over there while i'm working on my banner my big my big happy birthday banner i i'm also like i have rodent's revenge kind of tinkering around in the background
1: what do you think so i i I don't know if we maybe already answered this but what was the first like pc game that you actually got into in a big way that that wasn't that didn't feel like a piece of software that felt like a gaming experience you were having
0: we had a demo for age of empires nice. like there was there oh. was like a microsoft demo disc right so i played a lot of the only level you could play on that demo disc and then when age of kings came out we my brother and i jumped all over that and i played a lot of age of empires 2 as a kid
1: but that i mean that's late
0: in the game right age of empires 1 is like 98 or something 97 maybe i don't know
1: age of empires 2 yeah. the age of kings came out september 30th 1999 there you go so,
0: so again, we didn't even have a PC till probably ninety eight. so I'm playing like only probably ninety six and onward stuff that came packaged with the gateway right. we had a sleeve we had I've I think I've referenced this before, but you know the things you put in uh, on the uh, thing in your car where it's like a sleeve of CDs back in the two thousands yeah, where it's yeah. like oh, all my all my CDs are up there love that we had effectively one of those full of like the freeware games and software that came with our gateway that's where i played carmen san diego that's where i played like all of the games that i played that's why they felt like software to me because they were with the packet of software <laughs> it's like right. like an early version of quickbooks carmen yep. san diego and one other broderbund <laughs> thing like that's what i had right and so those were and then and then my Quick dad books. had like two floppy disks that he got somewhere that that's what i was sort of playing on a pc so the first one that felt oh. like a proper pc game was definitely age of empires 2
2: Wow! How did it come with the uh, did it come with the free version of AOL?
0: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. It was yeah. that. That and that was my first internet experience was only the thirty day trial of AOL or whatever Isn't it, it weird was that we
2: used to get our internet
1: from a disc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of fun, you know. Uh,
2: the I will say my first uh, gaming experience that, that wasn't like a software was probably Rollercoaster Tycoon. Yeah, which well, I'm excited about. Ninety nine.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. We'll be talking about that uh, soon yeah. enough. Um, well, so do we want to? Do we want to try and rank this puppy? Do we want to? I think so. Do we want to put it on the list? I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I mean, what do we? <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, I know where I ranked it on my list. Uh,
2: yeah, I've, I have I a pretty p- solid idea where I would put it.
0: Let's all throw targets at the board. I just want to hear the numbers, and let's let's go from there. I mean, I don't think any of us are beholden to this game. So I my my vote is we all say our number.
1: And we find somewhere kind of in between. Um, I ranked it near on my list. I ranked it near where I ranked Goldeneye, and I ranked mm-hmm. Goldeneye number sixty-four on my list. It's seventy-one on ours. So I'm a little bit more positive on Goldeneye than than we are as a group. Yeah. And maybe I don't know. For all I know, that's what's going to happen with Miss today. But I'll say I'm I'm near sixty-four. I don't want to say I don't want to make it perfect math that's that's Uh the only thing i'm trying to prevent with these well i don't
0: i don't want i want us to throw out the numbers but i don't want to then just do perfect math yeah i think we'll find i think it gives us our window basically it's trickier with three because when it's you and me hunter we can just actually set up a window and be like it's somewhere we'll just find a spot in in between that's fun but when it's three of us we literally have to just play around
1: okay well i ranked it near 64 is what i'm gonna say okay ej this is
2: this is a weird one for me personally um especially cause this list when every time I have to look at this list, it just has to be my list. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. you don't this have is a my personal- list now. I don't right. really have a, I, you know, I don't have a choice. Like, like, it's so weird seeing anachronox in the 62 and saying nah missed is probably not better than anachronox um, <laughs> you know and, and being like in that it's just something I have to live with um, uh-huh. well uh, but at the it, same time like I I look at Twisted Metal 2 and I'm like well it's definitely I don't think it's better than that so uh, 60 I would say 65 to 75 would be kind of my range I, yeah. I would go as far as 60 if you wanted to have those conversations up there really just right. to have the anachronox conversation interesting um, but outside of that I I don't I don't think that it could possibly be better than Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three. I,
1: I'm so sorry. I have to clarify something for you, EJ. So Anachronox is as high as it is on the list. If you if I, if you haven't heard that episode, I forgive you. I have um, heard it. Yeah, okay, cool. Well, if you remember, remember Sun it. did category fraud and kind of <laughs> oh, forced Anachronox right. to be higher <laughs> than it should be. Anachronox yeah. on my list is number seventy two.
2: Okay, yeah. which well, means at, that.
1: And it's sixty-two. From the it got ten points off just Sun being like, "No, let's rank it higher." Basically, yeah, I remember
2: uh, that now. I remember, I remember the ladder challenge that Sun did with it, the <laughs> Killer Instinct ladder challenge. Yeah, that <laughs> that Sun did with that game. Yeah.
0: There are many games on this list where you have to ignore their placement to then do any other placement. I'll throw yeah. out my target where where I ended up putting Mist. Was uh, again, I do have my own personal list now. It's been um, a, nice. a new thing for season two. I, I'm keeping track of just my own personal feelings. Yep. Mm-hmm. I even just set aside my under my care for historical precedents. It's literally just how does the game make me feel, right? Uh, and mist is right below soul caliber and right above max pain, which ends up being a window. I, it's my 56th spot, whatever that. Wow, okay. Oh, right. Yeah, I I liked mist. Like I did like I this, even though I found the puzzles obtuse. But I think I don't get that bothered by obtuse puzzles. I do get that. That might sound weird to listeners of the show because I do get bothered by obtuse, finicky, other mechanical things, right? Like when when it's a dexterity thing on top of a puzzle and they want me to retry the dexterity thing over and over again, I, I lose my mind. But when a puzzle is just beyond me, I am upset that I didn't solve it, but it doesn't like break my heart or anything like i'm just like ah i didn't i didn't figure that one out onto the next puzzle kind of (laughs) thing i don't know 45
2: minute experience I yeah uh
0: really certainly rough (laughs) really killed me and Uh. i and i saved myself of that so who who knows what i would have felt if i'd really stuck to my guns um with this game it's hard to say
2: do you all make like an absolutely not and like a probably not line because that's what i normally do i look at it and i'm like it's absolutely not above advanced wars. yeah yeah. You know, sure, like, we can right. do that. I'm I and, you know, and I would and then, I would
0: basically agree with that. It's not above advanced wars because for me right above advanced wars is an inscription and inscription as a puzzle experience
2: yeah is better. way superior when, to mist like for sure. storytelling even I mean even yeah. people who have complaints about inscriptions like ARG story or whatever yeah. whatever it's at right. least telling me something. Yeah. Uh, this um, is kind of an ARG in a dumb way, so. Right.
0: <laughs> my my below line is I I would not allow it to go below I mean, pretty low War of the Monsters I guess it's, yeah, it's, it's above a... it's at least above War oh, of the it's Monsters. it's definitely above... above War of the Monsters yeah I think like,
2: so too
1: yeah.
2: yeah all right that's a cool range so what are
0: you fifty thinking? to seventy basically so let's 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 59. play around does anybody want to like just like throw out an argument w- within well, all of this
1: I, d- I just want to throw out a comparison and it sucks that I I think I think we've ranked Goldeneye too low personally. Probably. Yep. Um yeah. so Goldeneye right now is 71 which basically puts it in that last 6 on our list. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. that's we're basically saying that's a that's a trash video game. But to mm-hmm. be honest I see a lot of parallels to me. They're both yeah. really like hyper important games Mm -hmm. right that sold really well and touched a lot of people but they also sort of represent like a weird offshoot of design that was not like picked up again like and they were kind of overrided by like later experiences like goldeneye basically was like here's how first person shooters could work on a console and everyone's like wow this is so exciting and then later halo's like but here's how we'll actually do it we'll do it this way yeah (laughs) we'll do it this way and then everybody will build off of that not goldeneye per se um then mist to me is like kind of similar in that This big hit on the pc and it's like what are pc adventure narrative Mm -hmm. storytelling type games going to look like and then it's like wow this is a huge hit but it's not like we picked up a like in fact that genre actually died like later in that decade you know so i would say they both represent very historically important games that didn't really lead to a lot of more interesting design choices in their day Um, yeah so, but well, I do actually think Mist is the more interesting of the two of Goldeneye and Mist. I actually think really? it's better. Yeah. Ex- explain that to me because I was about to say the opposite. I was about to say like,
0: I mean, at least as from game design principles, I think Goldeneye like solves a lot of more interesting technological puzzles. The like, yeah. we only have one joystick. So it's like a stop and shoot and how our enemy design operates. Or like there's, I think there's interesting decisions in Goldeneye, even if I think they're clunky to play now. And I wonder what you find uh, specifically unique about Mist.
1: I think they both have bad game feel. And yeah. uh, for the genre, uh, first-person shooter with bad game feel is way more damaging to the experience than Myst's True. very finicky weird puzzle design choices. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, Mist like kind of, I would say, invites my imagination to explore a little bit. I do actually like the uh, sort of... I don't know, earlier we were talking, like, Matt, you were like, oh, I wish this type of early uh, kind of 3D art came back. Look. And and in my head, I had to, like, hold back from just saying, like, Matt, that's what Vaporwave is. Like, Va- Vaporwave yeah, I mean, yes. is here. Right. Uh, and I I do, I feel the same way. Like, I, I love that, like, look. Um. I yeah. still think that, you know, I don't know if it's just because of when I was a kid, but I still find mist like a little bit frightening for some reason. Like it yeah. just has this yeah. weird, it's spooky, yeah, there's spooky no music. vibe to it. Yeah, there's no music. It's just kind it's of like
2: you just are there.
1: You're just yeah. there. Uh, so I definitely like the atmosphere of uh, mist quite a bit more. Um, now, obviously, Goldeneye, you can get drunk and have fun with. Um, <laughs> so that's why I would say they're pretty close. I just think I give the edge to to a mist type experience.
2: Well, is this like uh so are we like working our way down or up this list? I think we're so working our way top. up. Yeah. Up. Okay. So starting at Goldeneye.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I so agree. so next I mean, if we wanna just keep walking up, we could do Mist versus Killer Instinct next, which is a bit of the proof that Goldeneye is also though kind of low, because like nowadays my thinking on Killer Instinct is like, Oh, I have no desire to pick that back up with anybody ever go- goldeneye i would pick up with some people that were wanting to hang out and potentially have an evening of reliving right. the nostalgia of goldeneye but i have i have given up my nostalgia for killer instinct um so yeah you know, i don't know for, for me we, we definitely
1: go higher. well what if um I, I just to propose let's just try this out for this week I think it's more interesting if we look at the list and we just say of these games in this range, what yeah. conversations do we want to have? I agree. Just sort of yeah. pin down the bigger, because uh, yeah. K- Killer Instinct and Miss, what is there to talk about? I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about anything yeah. between that. To me, the next one I see is yes. Mass Effect 1 versus I Myst. I say that too. Yeah, yeah see, it very, makes sense because they're both like kind of compromised narrative experiences with like... Yeah buggy weird ass like which one frustrates you more versus the payoff mass yeah. effect
0: one or Mist? it comes a bit back to your argument of the first person shooter thing which is to say the third person action game that's the worst part of mass effect like mass effect one sure. the best part is the like i like wandering around the citadel and meeting all the characters yeah. and talking to people and then when it wants me to play a video game i want to throw it in the garbage can uh, whereas I don't, I just don't get any of that with Mist. I mean, there is a little bit of the. <laughs> Actually, it's the opposite, basically, for me. When Mist asks me to investigate the world and the story, I'm just like, no, I won't. I'm not going to do it at all. Yeah, I wandered right. around the mechanical age for half an hour and I saw the stupid bird that dips its nose down and I saw <laughs> the thing with the snake in it that jumps out at me. And none of that did anything for me. Just give me the puzzles. Uh, those are much more fun. And even those aren't always great whereas i think i'm leaning myself in a direction of mass effect being maybe above it because i do uh for for this argument i think at least there's a replayability factor in mass effect where i'm like i would still like to go in and like try out learning more about that world like i want right. to reinvestigate that whereas i'm like i'm done with Mist, obviously like i'm completely i i've solved the puzzles there would be absolutely no reason for me to ever return Ma- to mist
2: mass effect also has the promise of mass effect 2 and 3 right. um right which is good um Mist has the promise of ribbon um yeah. which i can't imagine is i mean
1: have we played it do we know, know? We I don't it, know. I might I, be very it, excited if, for Riven. I might be problem. very excited to play Riven. Here's the problem. So. I think
2: Mass Effect, the thing that the thing that Mass Effect does well is that it it lets you be ready for Mass Effect 2. It lets you mm-hmm. it guides you to be ready That's for true. Mass Effect 2 yeah. and 3. Mist and it's especially it's so crazy how Mist literally just crashes into the ground at the end of this group. Yeah. yeah. I right. mean, and it it gets it does so to a point to where I'm like I don't want to touch anything else past this. Like I, I'm not personally, I'm not interested in that story because of if if that means I have to go through another tedious submarine puzzle. Like if I I just can't imagine playing this game without help, um, and, and being okay with it going above mass effect here, uh, when mass effect at least makes strides to be better. Um, yeah, I, I, and you know what? It is unfair because I haven't played Riven, but, uh, you know, judging by its successors and how much higher up the list we have Mass Effect two and three, um, you know, I think the promise of those two games. I can just say right now, I still don't think Riven, no matter how good Riven is, mm-hmm. isn't going to go above Advance Wars. <laughs> yeah. So it's almost like judging by what what is to come. Um, I, I feel like at least Mass Effect, like like Matt was saying, has some replayability because you might want to try something right, yeah. new. Uh, I'll, there's nothing new to try and
1: miss i'll build off that point and say that mass effect was a couple of key design choices away from mm-hmm. being as good as mass effect two and three because that's yep. what we saw happen and we don't know for a fact that that is actually true of Missed. we're just guessing that Myst- hey maybe it gets better missed yeah yeah
2: and missed Myst- is honestly a couple of design choices away from being a great game. Like a I think great it's game.
0: one design choice away is maybe um, my argument to push it. I mean, just and and I can, I can get outvoted here, but I want to, I want to plead the case of, I think the only issue, I mean, there's not a lot of mechanics to play with, right? There's, there's click on things and then the puzzle design itself. But yeah, there's, there's a sense to me that it's that little micro knowledge that feels off base, but also, was designed for the time where like this might be the only game on your computer, like for a while, maybe that, right. that is certainly a potential, especially the target audience was like people who weren't being targeted for games at all. So like this might be their only game for a chunk of time. I think some of the more obtuseness to these puzzles like technically fits in with that, even if it's annoying now in 2023. And I do agree with that take, but I, I think everything else within MIST works so well. That macro level design is like as solid as it can be, basically. Um, and I, I mean, again, we kind of keep bringing up Riven in a way that wouldn't really make sense, but I can only imagine they improve on it because their engine is going to improve, which means I think their their ability to
1: navigate space, which is the only thing I had trouble with, uh, w- would improve. Yeah, but at the same time, the Mist sequels are just not as like. There's got to be Famous. a reason that they weren't that they did not continue and carry through on their success um yeah
0: i mean i don't know i i uh, my understanding is that riven is the highest rated like in terms ah. of just straight up like review scores and stuff riven is the top dog even if it nothing ever sold as good as mist but i I think most of that is again because mist was at at a technological point where people were jumping on board a new thing and it's not like everybody had to continue checking out the the, the further things
2: a point in Miss Favor too. Uh, just to make another point in Miss Favor, just it still is very impressive. Like it's still yeah. an impressive effort, um, mm-hmm. even with all the inferences that it forces on the player. Yeah, uh, and it, that I just can't. I just can't get by. I just can't get it past Mass Effect. I understand Mass Effect. The biggest thing with Mass Effect is obviously it's a triple A game. They have mm-hmm. all the resources in the world to make that a great game and yeah. it kind of has some shortcomings. Uh, Mist shortcomings are more forgivable. Right. Can
0: I ask what, and I don't, I'm not, this isn't a leading question, what is impressive about Mass Effect? If Mist has, like, actually a, a quite impressive, especially oh, yeah. for the time thing, what is impressive about Mass Effect?
1: Um, well, so it it did sort of invent the way in-game cutscenes work, mm-hmm. and in-game cinematography works in big AAA games. still today like i mean you watch characters talk to each other in last of us and that's just straight up mass effect stuff right there yeah Um, i agree i would say too that a game the the thing that to me is most impressive about mass effect is a game that that right away is like here's your introduction chapter we'll teach you how the combat works a little bit and then Mm -hmm. we're gonna dump on you like three hours I love it. Yeah. of exposition and it feels as good as it does, yeah. it's very impressive. But then the yeah, rest yeah. of the game happens and then that that's when it gets like pretty yeah a little But like a little that's junky. the best part of the
0: game. And Mist gives you a lore dump and you're like, no absolutely not. I won't be reading any of this. Thank yeah. you very much.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I'll say they're really close for me. Literally I have yeah. um Mass Effect and Mist uh ranked back to back. Mass my Mass Effect is my number sixty one, Mist is my number sixty two. Yeah um so therefore I would say I do not really care Where they are that much in relation to each other.
2: Well, Mist, I think Mist just it's just so dated. We don't use I mean, Mm -hmm. you could we just don't use these puzzle designs the same way anymore. Right. Um I mean, we've we've evolved so much since Mist, and I really don't think that we've evolved as far from Mass Effect as we have from Mist, right? Like I think that's
0: a fair argument. Yeah. I have missed three spots above Mass Effect on my own list, but I like the arguments on display today, I do think it will not go above Mass Effect. Do we want to talk about the couple things below? We sort of we've already said above Killer is Instinct, which would mean two more conversations that could happen are Aliens vs. Predator 2 and
1: Metroid Dread. I got something. Could we maybe? try to be a little nicer to metroid dread this week yeah I, like. yes, I
2: was i was gonna ask
1: i dude i can't
0: express to you how much metroid dread jumped up on my personal list <laughs> when i thought back yeah. to it uh my actual feelings on it just of like the the pleasure of playing it yeah it's a, a good, good game, game. We, we gave it so many historical hits because it's like hey it's the same as super Metroid. And it's like i don't know what to tell you that's really good <laughs> that's <Yeah>. a good <laughs> thing to be basically super metroid i think
2: that metro Dread's gonna be <laughs> When we do our re ranking this next yeah. year, Metroid Dread is going to be one of the biggest movers up this list. Yes. It like, jumped
0: 28 spots. I don't, I don't know house. how far. Oh, my God. Well, that's. I don't know how insane. far,
2: but. And, like, it may not be that far for Hunter, obviously. <laughs> no, it, it is but, not. But, but it's way, way, way I think up for that me. It, could, it could find its way up the list. I mean, obviously, there's stuff that it will d- jump over, like Sun's Anacronox bullshit. Yeah.
0: Yeah um, <laughs> on I think it's a good point to talk about too though because let's talk about Metroid Jet's failings. Weird, obtuse moments where you can't figure out where you're supposed to go next right. until you look it up and then on you're like, oh I was doing the right thing. I was shooting the block, I just didn't know it was one block to the left or whatever. Right. That stuff is those problems still happen, which is part of why I don't necessarily fully knock missed for that because i think it's an extraordinarily hard part of puzzle design is to just set up a scenario that is difficult enough to solve but not but also not too obtuse right it's like you want it to be tricky right. but but there's that luck factor that we all endure with any puzzles right it's just like did i happen upon the right direction of it um so i i think metroid dread is proof that mist's failings maybe aren't that big of a deal to me However, mm, that being yeah. said, on the flip side, I think Metroid Dread is a fucking blast <laughs> to play. So I'm, I'll put it above Mist in this situation. But I think it helps me talk about Mist in a higher light, basically, because I don't think the lessons have been solved from Mist's uh, problems.
1: I just, I, I just want to say this, and I, I think this is part of Metroid Dread's problem, um, is that we have not really gotten any great representation from the metroidvania genre mm-hmm. and i feel like if if metroid dread is kind of all we've got on the list yeah. then i would i would rather rank it in relation to its own world than i would right. just let it get like let it away. be let it get right. away with something by being the only one of that world that we have oh, for sure and, th- and that's
0: definitely what our original ranking reflects right is right. it's like listen this is hardly one of the best metroidvanias of all time it's it's, well, right. when, it's yeah, outclassed it's like, in many, we, many 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 ways yeah when
2: are we doing hollow Knight? right like this season, it's, it's, on it's on the, the list it's coming up yeah and it, please if you want somebody on i love that game right Literally, now it's what i'm playing so i think we're gonna uh, have
1: like eight people on that episode because i yeah. think i talked to <laughs> so many people that want to talk about hollow Knight. oh yeah
2: let's just bring everybody on to just rage.
1: it's almost like it's the greatest game ever made it's almost like that <laughs> huh it's very good it's literally seven weeks away it's literally seven Seven weeks
2: weeks away away.
0: so i'm about to need to start playing it essentially
2: if if we're making an argument for mist above metroid dread i don't know who's making that argument but if we are making that argument uh uh, nobody is okay well if i were to make that argument about for mist above metroid dread it would be that mist with its limitations does more uh, oh Metroid it's way Dread. more impressive yeah yeah like, Metroid Dread is less impressive with all of the Metroids that live in this yeah. uh, current universe even if we were to judge it against other Metroids yeah right. it's a good Metroid game yeah. but if you judge it against other Metroids it's not the best Metroidvania it's
0: only limitation was that it's seemingly something Nintendo never wanted to do and it right. just happened to get made <laughs> right that, that's made, Metroid Dread's but limitation did,
2: <laughs> but it did get made versus missed is just like it didn't have to be made like nobody right. had to put in any time or effort into it and they did and yeah. it's cool. But uh yeah I I think it probably still falls below. I th-
1: I think we are a podcast that would put Mist under Metroid Dread, which is why I think we should do it. <laughs> that's what that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think it it's more representative it. of, of, of yeah. the us as a group. Like sure. I, I ranked Mist above Metroid Dread on my own personal list, but I feel like uh-huh. the three of us we should we should put Mist under do Metroid under. Dread. Yeah, um, well, yeah, because it's all funny, right,
0: the, the, how these lists work. It's way below my Metroid Dread, obviously, but it's uh, Mist is quite a bit higher than Aliens versus Predator 2, but at the moment, and yeah. with, with this group, I'm feeling like I also see why Mist would deserve to be below Aliens versus Predator <laughs> 2, because I well, think Aliens versus Predator 2 is, like, way more brave in, like, the crazy stuff it was trying to do, right. and especially the- if you were there at the time, how much fun like how much it would have, I, I think there's we met the people we know our audience is the people that have a deep nostalgia for that game even if we weren't there for it so i i'm happy with mist as the new number 70 right below metroid dread right above killer instincts
2: not that my oh. list matters but killer instincts way higher on my list so yeah well you're not very invited sad to, to you're not
1: invited to that portion yeah, of the re-ranking great. episode that's great <laughs> I'm you will you will recuse yourself Killer instinct is my number sixty eight. It's a it's a little bit higher on mine than it is on the on the that's, OGA It's list. my sixty eight. <laughs> well then, that's how funny. is it at seventy? How does this work? I don't know how it's this like, works. I mean, that's only three spaces off. 50, that's probably. that's that's a that's standard deviation, my friend. Yeah, all right. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, standard deviation. All right, cool. Well, we got a new number seventy, and it it is in fact missed. Sorry, Miss Ted's. Uh, we, yeah. we 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 did you dirty, but uh, we tried to like your game, and it was tough. Yeah.
0: Hey, listen, I'll say this. We have gotten to the point. Uh, the way this show has chosen to organize itself is we mostly play games we actually like and find some straight, beauty in. Yeah. There are three to four games on this whole list that we actually dislike. Just in right. like in straight up and down terms. Only the bottom four numbers of this list are things we don't like. And that and that's not even true for Hunt. The bottom three for me. Ah, uh, the bottom four for me, the bottom three for Hunter are just like the bad games, and everything from Sonic Adventure Two or Halo Two and up is like no, no, no. no this, these are fine things. I just yeah, have. I will complaints. play this game. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So this this list is 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 hard to understand, and as it gets bigger and bigger, the large numbers mean very Less. different things like remember when 50 was the worst thing a game could yeah, be yeah. and yeah. now 50 is like i don't know man mario kart 64 is 49 and that's an all-timer like what right. do you want from me <laughs> transcriptions
2: right. descriptions right after that that's yeah. a good game yeah it's not a bad game yeah yeah
0: all right well uh ej thanks for hanging out uh thank you for for enduring mist with us uh, taking yeah. on the the puzzle nature of it and uh yeah when do we see you next uh you know what i'll i'll say one thing i don't know that we talked about it much but we've been playing our sea of thieves Sea yeah. of Thieves is my favorite episode we're working on right now because yep. it's the one thing where it's we've planned it for very late in the season so that we can get the I'm trying to have an honest games of service experience, which is to say play over a couple hours once a week, a couple times a week for yep. months and just see how things go over that whole portion of time. I'm not trying I mean, to binge Sea of Thieves and man, it's fun. It's <laughs> stupid, but it's fun. It's stupid fun. <laughs>
2: Uh, Yeah, you can find me on uh, podcasts everywhere. Um, Yeah on all oh, of yeah. our
0: po- should we do our thing we hey everyone if you don't already listen to it ej and i do a show you want to talk you want to hear ej and yeah, I talk well, for I'm 30 minutes j- every single week
2: yeah i'm on uh just dad's reading books it's uh, a podcast with my friend matt and yeah and uh, my friend ej
0: is there yeah, that's uh, correct
2: and-, and we do a little <laughs> podcast so uh come just come listen to us for 30 minutes it's a 30 minute show it's not like this where we spend an hour and a half talking about mist uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is a great game uh, but it's uh it's a much more abbreviated show we have to get out everything that we want to say, basically. Really quickly, because yeah. uh, we want to try and limit ourselves to a nice, uh, little well, contained experience.
0: And we're talking about kids' books, so it's not yeah. like we always have to go online. Yeah, there's digits. some. Although some games, but get what we've said about that show in in the show itself, and what I want people to know going into it is, if you're starting your listen of just dads reading books, no, the more we talk about the book. The less we like the book in that show, <laughs> right? The more true. the more we like a book, the more we're like, let's talk about just what it means to parent a child it's kind and, of and all about of the OGA things that that is. I guess huh? so, yeah. <laughs> If we spend too much time talking about the game, it means, you know, the game probably had a lot of things getting in the way of our yeah, No, nah, that's
1: that's not true if me and Son are on the show. If we're yes. on the show, we that's will talk point. for three hours that's about how much we like something. Yeah. That's a different vibe. Yeah, it's a positive vibe. It's a sweet vibe.
0: Hunter's teased the the side project show, which is just Hunter and Son talk RPGs, JRPGs yeah. together, like you know, once uh, once every couple uh, months, yeah, just like yeah.
1: Dragon Quest ride along. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 talking about potentially playing every single Dragon Quest game and doing a show uh, adjacent to OGA called OGA Side Quest, where <laughs> in in preparation. For the release of Dragon Quest Twelve, which probably won't come out for like another year or possibly even two years. Uh, we just play uh, all of them. So let let us know on the Discord if you would, would like to hear that, actually. I do. Yeah. I want to hear that. I it want to edit fun. that
0: show. I just want to sit down and... and I My proposal with it was that it be a weekly show where you just talk about what you've done in the last... Or not weekly, a monthly show where you talk about what you've done in Dragon Quest in the last month. Whether you've beaten a game or gotten only a certain set. I just want it to be like a chill vibe like yeah Yeah. i'm doing this this is my little dragon quest adventure
1: yeah that would be fun except for my fear there is that the way that sun plays games is like really fast and crazy (laughs) so like i'm afraid that it would be like all right so here's our first check-in and and sun will be like so i'm on dragon quest 8 um, yeah. <laughs> do you want to hear about the first seven, or what yeah. do you want to hear about? And it would be like, "Son, you can't do that to us, okay, bud? We're just supposed to be recording. We're supposed to be checking in. You know, this is a yep. check-in." Yep. <laughs>
0: All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Next week is an off-topic episode. We will talking about the Nintendo Entertainment System game Crystalis, which is our first Every Wheel game of the season. It's so Very cool. excited for that one. It's a cool game, and we're gonna have a lot to say. So come join us next week for. Crystallis.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I. Sorry,
0: weird, weird energy to go out on. No, no, no.
1: I liked it because it went with the uh, opening.